0: And the truth hurts. Like, most people will not be able to accept, like, the ego that they have right now and, like, what their identity is, like, truly. Like, I'm so, like, you know how a lot of people say that, like, when they talk about themselves, like, I'm, like, a lot of successful people, at least, like, I'm my biggest critic. And it's, Mm -hmm. like, they're constantly tweaking, like, little parts about their personality or their lifestyle to, like, improve upon it. And it's, like, you have to be like that. Like, you can't just be, like like meandering around and just wondering why you don't have success. It's Mm -hmm. like you have to be intentional, like with what's going on. And then once you start being intentional, then you'll start getting the results.
1: Well, Eric, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, so really, before we kind of get into it, I, I kind of where you are at right now. We'll get into that. I'm. I always start with where it all where it all began. How did you get here? Mm-hmm. Um, go. I, I want to hear. I want to kind of hear your story, not just not just about like when you started the business, but how how did you even get to the point of starting the business? Mm-hmm. Got it. So. Um, um I grew up in a you know typical family household that
0: went the whole like you know college get a job nice salary six figures like that's like what like we were looking for yeah. um at least for like the opportunity I had for my life and then I realized like probably around like 16 like I just got like a funny feeling that that wasn't for me um and I was still going Why? along that path oh I don't know I had this like weird inkling feeling that it's just like that doesn't seem like that doesn't seem like enough mm-hmm. so me if that makes sense. Um, like I feel like that is just kinda like stagnating almost and no like res- you know disrespect to anybody that wants to do that. It's just for me personally, my my personality is the type of thing that I want some type of challenge and something has to be happening twenty four seven. And a lot of like salary jobs, they kinda just flatline mm-hmm. and stagnate and like I just knew that like I couldn't do that. Um, it would just bore me too quickly. Um, cause like once I tend to like figure something out, I'm kind of to the next thing already. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I've been wanting to start the business since I was actually 16 years old I'm mm-hmm. 23 right now. And uh, I never really had the courage to do so cause I don't come from that entrepreneur background. Um, my parents like are well educated, but not in the way of having their own business. Mm-hmm. So I had to learn a lot of things myself, yeah. like the marketing, sales, communication, uh, accounting, legal stuff. Like I had to learn everything. and. Finally, um, someone actually convinced me to start the business because they were like, you know what, you're not feeling college, you're two years in, you're not about this. Like Mm. it's just, I I can tell like you're not in it. And I was even telling, because I was telling them when I was in class, I was just on my phone. The entire time like doing other stuff that i was more interested in and like being productive i wasn't just like sitting and looking at like memes or something Mm -hmm. um i was being productive and they're like why are you even in class and it's like i don't know and they're like if you don't there's like a friend
1: that was asking this yeah yeah they
0: were like concerned because i was like you know just not really invigorated by the material or anything like that and they're like why don't you like start that business that you were like telling me about? And I'm just like, well, like I don't know how, like I'm kind of scared, like I was so nervous Mm -hmm. about like what could happen. And then after a while, I just was like, you know what, like what if I just do it? Like I can always go back to college and I always have a backup plan. So I did and then I started working with some clients for free just to like make sure that my skills were there and that I wasn't even sure about mm-hmm. and like the funny part is at that time I actually had more skill than I thought I did um, and <laughs> I kind of found that out quickly by talking to people with marketing degrees mm-hmm. um, and I had no idea of the totally stuff that they because I Yeah, I didn't get that far into college to know what they weren't teaching in the marketing classes. But people were telling me like, oh, yeah, like our textbooks are from like 10 years ago. Um, You know, we know nothing about digital or online. I'm like, what? (laughs) Like, you know, it just it just was weird. So. I wasn't about it. Um, and then when I finally started the business, got the, you know, free clients and everything like that. And then the results started like happening. Mm-hmm. And like, I started freaking out and being like, Oh my God, like I can actually do this as like a real business. Yeah. So then I told the free clients I was with, I was like, well, Hey,
1: let's, let's step back. Oh. So talk about the free clients. Cause so how, how did you like your, so your friend was like, Hey, you need to, you know, do this thing. And like, mm-hmm. okay, I guess I'll do it. What, what got like, what did, what was that process of saying? Okay. Like, I'm going to jump into it. Got that.
0: it. Okay. So I was actually working at a cell phone store at the same time of going to college. Okay. And I was a store manager. And that was just soul sucking mm-hmm. as well. <laughs> um, the way that they like ran things was just not how it's supposed to be. Yeah. It's like, you know, the whole like pushy sales thing is like what they're going for. Was it for. A, a
1: larger corporation or a smaller uh, One of the bigger okay. biggest cell phone networks. Okay.
0: Yeah. Um, and yeah. So when I was there... I wasn't really happy with that place mm. either, even though like it was fun and I learned a lot. I learned so much about marketing and sales there cause I had to run the store. Um, you have to actually talk to people and uh, try yeah, to sell a product. They, and... Exactly. And that was actually my first sales job. Yeah. And then, um, cause I was working like food service and stuff like that before. But then when I finally got to that place, it's like, it was like a playground for me mm-hmm. because I'm so interested in like psychology and sociology that I just learned how to communicate with people properly. At least I feel like I'm still getting better, but, um, like doing that i was actually at a not a great point with the new manager like i i had a ma- I had the same manager for two years and then finally a new manager came in and let's just say he wasn't the best individual so me and him don't didn't get along um, on multiple things and within two weeks he started like just writing me up for like random mm-hmm. stuff and the other managers were getting the same thing and there was talks about him firing the entire district and he did <laughs> except for like two managers wow. i think like that. Um, But so I actually didn't get fired. I left before he could do that because everybody knew what he was trying Mm to do. Um, Even some of like the upper management was like, okay, this is kind of weird because I complained about it to HR and I don't know where he's at now. But um, I was like, I'm not gonna be treated like this. I guess this is a good opportunity for me to start the business. And I finally did. I had no income at the time or anything. So I just had to like make it work. And then uh, once I started working with the free clients, I was like, I have to get them results like as quickly as possible. Well, how, do you, how do you get the free clients that so, will like what? So what got me the free client? Okay, so I just drove through my network and I was just like, who do I know that would just benefit from free work and not lose anything? So like I actually talked to um, a couple of business owners that I knew, uh, one of them was a lawyer and I was like, hey, you know what? Like, your online and digital like experience for everything regarding your business like is a little bit lacking, and like here's the ways that you can improve. Um, and I think that this is what it's going to do for your business. And he's like, so you're gonna, you like, you're gonna get me X amount of clients per year or per month or you know whatever. And I was like, well, I can't like guarantee that because <laughs> I'm still new. So I hope you understand. But like, are you willing to work with me? I'll do it for free. We'll see what results you get. And he's like, absolutely. Like, why would I not do that? And I'm like, perfect. So then when I started working with them at first, like I told you before, like I was just so nervous. Like I had no idea if it was gonna work or not. And then after um, work at them, about three weeks in, uh, they actually got like a high ticket client mm-hmm. come in that uh, they were like super excited about. And then I was like, well, you know, was that, cause they send out, um, like postcards mm-hmm. like as well to people so I was like okay was this a digital thing or was it whatever but right when the person called they're like yeah I saw you like on Google like mm-hmm. you were like number one or like from like an ad or something like that I don't remember exactly how it happened but it basically was from the digital presence and I was like yes and then they're like hey so you know can we just do more of that and I'm like absolutely um, but then I uh, I told them eventually after like working with them for free and a couple other people um, they were like more of a monthly thing Mm -hmm. Uh, I had other one-time projects that I would do of just redoing like their entire website and like search engine optimizing and then setting up Their ad campaigns and then just kind of leaving it and trying to train their team on it And I did all that just like for free just Mm -hmm. to try and get case studies and then After a while uh, the one-time projects were done. They were they were great the lawyer, I asked him. I was just like, "Hey, like, I know this is kind of like a big step, but are you willing to pay me now?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he's just like, "How much are we talking?" So then we sat down and like negotiated and stuff. And he was like, "Okay, like, you know, fair price for like the amount of clients you're bringing me and stuff every month." And then just converted to a paid client. And I was pretty much just doing the exact same work, but now I was paid. Um, and it, it was like an amazing experience. Still, my client
1: to this mm-hmm. day. Sweet. Mm-hmm. So. You go from free, you know, give, doing free work to getting your first client. Really, what what happened after that? What's what's sort of. Uh next steps how did how did you get more clients on top mm-hmm. of that
0: so I knew that the main thing that I wanted to have was like case studies and testimonials mm-hmm. like there's nothing more powerful than that like as like marketing and branding people you're seeing in 2019 that so much people want like social proof mm-hmm. behind the brand to say you know like there's even that that company called proof where it's like um, you know three people just bought this product in the past 27 minutes yep. like people want to see that yeah so I was like okay I am gonna do more free work if I need to Uh, I'll I don't like have a I don't really want to do that I want to do paid work but if I have to I'll do free work so what happened was it was about 50 50 I did 50 percent paid work and then that ended up being fantastic and then
1: 50 percent free work and then they turned into paid clients and then it just kind of like was that a way to sort of just fill up your pipeline essentially so Mm -hmm. you're like doing as much as like as much as you could do Mm -hmm. and and Basically, if you had like two paying clients but that didn't take up all your time, you're like mm. basically, how can I fill this with with? Oh, work, I was working 24 seven. Mm-hmm. Like I was
0: like, I have to make sure that all these people get amazing results because you know, it wasn't like a cookie cutter approach. Like I would come to them and I would sit down with them for like hours and mm-hmm. strategize their entire marketing plan, stuff that didn't even have to do with digital. Mm-hmm. Like even, um, cause I'm still, I'm sort of familiar with like, you know, direct mail marketing. i never like did that, but I know like what catches people's attention and stuff. And I was asking them about the direct mail marketing and give them some tips on that. Um, so yeah, I mean, working with these people, they really, I start to get like close to them and mm-hmm. almost like, this is why I actually call myself the consultant CMO, mm-hmm. is because so I'm like a, th- like a third party marketing officer that comes in and actually strategize your whole plan. Mm-hmm. now, when I do that, the majority of the time, it does end up being just digital is the most like ROI efficient, yeah. um, just cause it's like, you know, so cheap and you can yeah. get so much like reach. But I will not, I will tell people if your postcards and your direct mail marketing are work for you, like just continue mm-hmm. doing that, like why would you stop? Um, but it has to be like worth it. You know what I totally. mean? So yeah, that's kind of just how that ended up happening with getting more clients and then using case studies to just get more and it just kept like, count, like compounding. Now, whenever I'm in a meeting, I just have, I tell them, I'm like, look, I've worked in, God, I don't even know the number, uh, somewhere between like 16 and 19 different verticals or industries mm-hmm. like I haven't niched down and I just tell them, here's where it worked in this industry, here's where it worked in this industry,
1: here's where it, worked in... and they're like, those are completely different. I'm like, I know. <laughs> so then yeah, you just look at that. Do, do, do you feel like you you need to niche down? Is it important for, like who, like, you know, especially for, you know, marketing mm-hmm. a- agencies and marketers, like should they niche down on a very specific thing? Like should, should you know, I. Because you get both, right? You get consultants, it's like, we only do this, or agencies, mm-hmm. it's like, We're, we only do food. Like, is that important, do you think? Or can you get away with kind of doing a little bit of everything?
0: Mm-hmm. So this is an interesting question. I get this question like pretty much every day <laughs> um, from just like random people that are either starting agencies or just starting a business in general. They're like, should I niche down or should I not? I think it depends on your skill level and how like how much you're trying to scale. Like not niching down is not scalable. Like mm-hmm. you're gonna need a lot of like expert people that know how to just market in general using mm-hmm. principles and like uh, yeah more, yeah principles rather than just like these little steps that mm-hmm. you do. It's more of like an overarching strategy. Um, For most people that are like starting out, I probably would recommend them like niching down, um, but taste a few things, like see what they like the best and what they can get results for. So maybe start with like three Mm -hmm. and then maybe niche down to one. But like if you're just working in like the medical, you know, uh, industry or something like that, and you just work with those people, you're gonna have like a replicatable process that Mm -hmm. you can just repeat for everybody. So like that and, is like a good business model.
1: Generally, it's it's going to be people in the same industry that are going to recommend you exactly. to, uh, their their friends, which mm-hmm. are generally in the same industry too. Mm-hmm. It's a, like we have probably we do all kinds of things here, but mm-hmm. we we probably have like four industries that we like do a lot more work in mm-hmm. in comparison, just because it through recommendations after that, and that just kind of exactly. grows. Right. So we haven't niched down, but mm-hmm. we definitely have that sort of specialty. Mm-hmm. So. So for you, you're, you're kind of just going. You you're open for like working with anyone, pretty literally much. anyone. The reason why is because
0: I've uh, so in all the verticals, and this isn't like I guess this is like <laughs> like plugging a little bit, but like all the verticals that I've worked with, I haven't failed in one yet. Mm-hmm. So like I'm not trying to like brag and stuff like that, but it's just like if you use like it's basic principles of how do you get people's attention how do you basically give them an offer or some type of solution that's gonna solve their problem? Mm -hmm. And then how do you do it like just where they're at? And then like basically by law, of familiarity give them enough value that eventually they just wanna work with you. It's almost yeah. like guilting them into working with you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, It's like, you have the leverage at that point 100%. when you put give them so much content or whatever it is that they're like, okay, I have to work with this realtor or chiropractor or whatever it is because I trust them the most, I've seen mm-hmm. them the most on my feed and then um, they seem to wanna to help me the most. They yeah. care about my problem. So it's like, I use that across the board and then it just works with like every industry mm-hmm. no matter what it is. Some of the industries, like I work with a chemical, uh, chemical uh, I can't even say the word. Chemical company. Mm-hmm. Um, I really don't even understand what they do. Yeah, <laughs> they gave me like a like a one liner of like, okay, we do this, and I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm not a chemical expert. I don't know what that means, but I can market that. And then we've gotten them pretty like big, you know, substantial clients that are like, you know, energy and oil companies that are quite large. So, so,
1: so then how how much about how much about your clients, especially you know, again going back to if you if for any marketing person mm-hmm. listening how much should you know about your client? Do mm-hmm. you need to know very much about your client? Because uh, you know, the cl- a lot of times a client will think you do need to know everything mm-hmm. about them. Yeah. And so what, what, is, what is your opinion on that? I think you should learn
0: as much as you can because I think every like every marketer should take that consultant CMO approach of just like really diving into their business and almost yep. caring about their business just as much as them like every every entrepreneur wants that mm-hmm. but they can't get it like when they yep. hire an employee they're like why does this person not care as much as me it's One, like 100 like, percent right it's like, like yeah. it's not their business and that's that, why that's <laughs> that's
1: literally how we even approach it too it's like we're we're sort of your in in house and we've mm-hmm. we've really developed it that way mm-hmm. so that because it's it, you know, generally, it's always the question: Do I hire you, or do I hire someone? You know, full time that's mm-hmm. going to show up every day, yeah. and that—that's the—that's the difficulty. Mm-hmm. So, how do you have? Do you have a team? Are you more? Do you do more mainly consulting, setting up sort of uh, marketing campaigns, or or how much of are you actually running what's going on? Mm-hmm. So, I
0: have like contractors that I work with. Um, I don't have like an office. So there's just no need for it at mm-hmm. this point. Like everything's just run digital and remote. Um, but I'm like the overline or overarching like strategy and everything like that. And then when the campaigns are put in place, I'm like so detail oriented that I need it to be exactly how I know I want mm-hmm. it to be. And then from there, contractors are like maintain it and like see what to do. Uh, clients always reach out to me. I don't necessarily want them reaching out to contractors directly mm-hmm. yet. Um, in the future, I probably will. But I want all communication through me, just because I'm the person that's in the meetings. I'm mm-hmm. their point of contact always. Um, eventually I'll probably hand it off to, to someone else, but I think that it's like the best approach right now, just because if I was to have like an office and all these other like overhead expenses, yeah. I'm going to have to charge people like a lot more. Um, so we'll get there in the future, but as of right now, it's just me taking care of everything and then having contractors come in for help and just maintaining.
1: So. Uh, and obviously you know the podcast tenure enterprise um if you know the the whole idea behind it is is that going from zero to one right i'm mm-hmm. I'm interested in how do you how do you start and then but then it's that whole idea of the next ten years you mm-hmm. know you that sort of overnight success, but you know that it took ten years to get mm-hmm. there so what what about where are you at in terms of like next steps in terms of kind of scaling and how mm-hmm. how do you, how do you do that cuz if it's just you yeah. and you're you know getting more clients picking up more clients mm-hmm. how how do you how do you deal with all that how are you communicating with all of your clients but also making sure their campaigns are going well mm-hmm. how are you doing all of that
0: yeah, so like the contractors are usually pretty good about like maintaining the campaigns and they know exactly what I look for like on a daily basis. Um, as far as me checking them, like I will go in and like make sure everything is okay mm-hmm. too. Like it because I'm because you can like move so quick through the menus and I know where everything mm-hmm. is, it's not that hard to go check on the campaigns myself. Um, but as far as scaling, I'm actually going to build like multiple streams or a Yeah, I guess you could call it multiple streams of income, but it's basically just multiple ways to deliver the service. So it's basically going to be number one done for you. You want me to do everything for you. Mm -hmm. You don't even want to think about it. That's what we're doing right now. Eventually, I wanna. Um, I've started to move a little bit into more like consulting and training, where mm-hmm. it's like either I get on a Skype group call with you and your team, and I have like a three-hour chat with you on how to do what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, and that can only like get you so much, so it usually needs to be like a couple sessions at least. And then they have like a little bit of their bearings, and maybe they can figure it out.
1: Or they can't, and then they hire you full time
0: exactly and that's usually what it ends up being is just like after i explain like everything they're like yep. yeah we don't have the resources to do yep. this or like we just don't want to so like you do it yeah um but consulting and training is good i do i haven't had this happen yet but i'm looking forward to it um eventually is i want to be like flown out to like someone's office and do like a weekend training mm-hmm. or, like their entire team and really like dig into everything and then um i mean i could do that now like no problem um but going into that and then just letting their team take it from there. So it's kind of like almost done with you. Yeah. Uh, the third thing that I'm still working on, it's going to take a long time is for the people that either can't afford that or don't want either of those services. I want to have like a video training program. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are coming out with courses and like all that type of stuff. Uh, I want to make mine a little bit different where I've noticed a lot of courses and training programs just don't have the right content or they focus on like just Different things. There's, there's, it's just not like detailed enough. So I really want to get in there and make. And the training program would be quite expensive because basically I'm teaching you exactly how to do what I do. Yep. Probably after watching it, you could just like start my business at this point yep. um, if you really wanted to. But. Um, I'm gonna be doing that, and that's gonna be like a higher ticket product. But then, if they don't want to work with me on a monthly basis or a one-time consultative basis, they can just buy the training program, watch it at their convenience. Their whole mm-hmm. team can watch it. So it's basically those three levels, yep. um, just
1: so that I'm
0: I have everything available depending totally. on what someone wants.
1: So, bit that's sort of big picture, right, in terms mm-hmm. of where you're where you're going at. So, um, let's talk a little bit about sort of personal brand and mm-hmm. and how important is that? Because I know you're kind of you're you're and and one of the reasons why i was even interested in having you on the show is because you're definitely putting a lot of energy into that and and going very broad making sure that you're on a lot of platforms rather than just sticking to instagram you're on Mm -hmm. youtube i know you even had a um you talked about youtube as sort of the 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 um the the single platform that everything trickles down from which Mm -hmm. is i think right on at this point, mm-hmm. too, because we're talking about, you know, you have to have long form content if yeah. you want to do content at scale, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so, well, you, you you obviously do a podcast, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I just saw um, David uh, Metzer, Metz, Metzler, 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 yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you got <it. laughs> he's awesome mm. um, that was a great interview by the way I Thank you, that dude is like so solid too like what what I like about him particularly in comparison to say you know any of the other kind of um, big names out there is mm. one he's he's older so there's there's even more experience and two he's just he's very chill about yeah. his whole approach it's not um, intense it's more of just like this is this is how I do it, and this is what works. Mm-hmm. Um, what is the thought process behind your personal brand, and you know, having a podcast and doing all of these things as well? Why is that so important?
0: Okay, so with the personal brand and pretty much everything that I do, um, I'm very like results oriented. So like, mm-hmm. if it doesn't bring results, I usually like either and it can, it can be long term; doesn't have mm-hmm. to be just short term, but like it has to be like with intention or some type of purpose. So the personal brand is a lead generator. It's just like branding. So if I'm going against another agency Mm -hmm. and I send them my YouTube channel, they pick me like every time mm-hmm. like it's just because they're like wow I watched all of your videos I did like a binge and like now I feel like I know you and the videos basically sold them already yep. and then by the time they reach out to me they're like yeah this other company they seem to kind of understand me but like they didn't really try that hard and whatever um, they're like pitch and proposal was just really confusing and it was just like a lot of like a mess um, for most agencies that like I'm kind of like going against and then they watch the videos and they're just they're just ecstatic because they're like mm-hmm. I learned a lot of stuff that like yeah. I should probably know as a business owner in 2019 but I don't want to do it so you take care of it. Mm. Um, but personal brand is probably like number one thing that everybody needs to have everyone pretty much has one anyway everybody usually has a Facebook or Instagram account on their own but it's just like start using the platform not they don't cons- think it is their
1: personal brand though, they don't right? they're so like a consumer instead of a producer so Go talk a little bit about that because one thing I was um, I think it was on Gary the other the other day um, he was talking about how. Uh, we used to talk about reputation. People talk about mm-hmm. reputation all the time. Be- especially before before sort of digital era, reputation was a, a big deal. Yeah. And and it's and it still is, right? Reputation is a huge it's everything. Mm-hmm. Um but from a old school business guys, they always would be like, you know, reputation, great. Fine. They they understand that term the moment you say personal brand, they're like, mm-hmm. "Oh no, I don't want to put myself out there like that. I'm yeah. I'm not, you know, they think it actually is a negative effect on their reputation rather than just a a, a platform to push out their reputations. Mm, Personal yeah. brand and reputation is the same thing. So, um, talk a little bit about that. What, Like, what, like, what is, how, how are you kind of positioning yourself? How do you position yourself? Because most people are like, well, I, I have, how do I, what, what am I supposed to do? Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't, you know, post pictures of what? What mm-hmm. content, what am I supposed to say? How, how do you, how, what is your approach there?
0: So my thing is just like, basically what what solutions or what things are people like looking for like how do you add value to their life no one is going to watch a video that doesn't like help them in some way either by entertaining them or educating them like and usually you want to do a little bit of both Mm -hmm. uh, just so you get like the the biggest audience you can um, as far as like personal branding, it's just like it, it, it's a must like it has to happen But when you add value to people just try and get in their shoes of like when I make a marketing video I'm like, okay people are trying to make money They're trying to get more customers and they don't know how to do it. So it's just like answer that. And then in the video, I try to do it in like a pretty short format where it's like 15 minutes or so. And then by the end of the video, I want them to understand it as clearly as I do. That's like the goal. It might not happen. um, But like I try to explain everything in such a simple way Mm -hmm. that like I get that all the time when business owners watch my videos, they're like, wow, like people have tried to explain this to to me before like 10 different times like my staff and I just never understood it. When you explained it in the video with like your slides and pictures and things like that, like I understand. So that was the whole like purpose of it is mm-hmm. to explain to them basically what I'm going to be doing and why and then just like selling them through the video. And then. So um, do
1: you, all the content that you put out there and sort of put it out for free, you actually mm-hmm. will send that to clients to mm-hmm. be able to get convince them that you can, you, you're, you're the real deal and what you're saying is actually going to happen. Mm-hmm. Cause when you reach out to a client, they get hit up by
0: so many marketers that they're just annoyed mm-hmm. at this point. Um, I get, you know, people like reaching back out to me and being like, I, like your approach was a little bit different. Like you were actually like trying to help me. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, yeah. Um, cause these people just try to go for the clothes, like right away. It's just mm-hmm. like, do you want to buy my services for $5,000 or whatever? And the person's like, no, I don't know you. Like, what is this? Don't spam me. Um, but me, I'm like, okay. So I noticed on your website, there's this on your, Facebook is this you're not using ads you're uh, on the fifth page of Google kind of like a little bit of like an audit and then they're like wow okay I need a lot of help and I'm like hey here's like three videos on how you can do that yourself and just leave it at that and they're like so you're not gonna sell me I'm like I mean if you want to talk to me about that we can but like it's just like there you go and then I mean I I obviously know in the back of my head that if they watch those videos and tried to learn everything it would take them like three four years so it's like obviously they're gonna reach back out to me and be like hey so like I watched your videos can you help me with these things and I'm like perfect then I get on the phone with them and then usually within you know like 15 20 minutes they're already talking about like hey can you send me Like like a Mm -hmm. like a document like an agreement of like what we're gonna do based on like what solutions you think and then I'm like yeah so we're gonna do Google ads we're gonna do Facebook ads and this and this and this Um, and then here's like the you know like total price what do you think and then they're just like sounds good like it's it's very simple like I don't do like pretty much my entire like calls with all my clients are me just asking questions and I just just question after question I'm almost just interviewing them Um, and then once I get all the information I will tell like. There's been a couple people I've told them, I'm just like, I don't think I'm the right guy for this, but here's another person that I think is more suited, especially with like e-commerce. Um, e-commerce, I'm still getting a handle on just because it is like global, right? So yeah. it's, it's a little bit harder to sometimes get the right targeting and things yeah. like that, and it takes a lot more money. Yeah. So, and sometimes people aren't willing to like have those big budgets yeah, to test sure. things. So with e-commerce, like I recommended... Um, there was a guy that was selling, I forget even what they were selling, but I recommended them to like a really good e-commerce agency that I knew, and that's all they do. And then they were like, wait, so like you're referring me to somebody else? And I'm like, yeah, I can't help you as well as they can. Like, you're like, I'm just not going to work with somebody that's yeah. like, I can't get the best results for her. yeah Like if I did, I might have maybe gotten like mediocre results for them. Just that's, that's not my specialty. Like mm-hmm. my other stuff, I usually work with... Well, I've worked with product businesses too, but like service businesses seem to be like a thing mm-hmm. that I like working with a lot, just because I like the business model. Yeah. Like product businesses, there's so much like complexity whole, and whole stuff like that. Whole
1: different game.
0: Yeah, so I don't even know if I'd ever do a product business myself. And but,
1: and, and yeah. product business is so different too when you're dealing, you know, the content you're having to create is so radically yeah. different and if you don't have the time energy budget whatever it is like mm-hmm. it's it's a and, and content in general it takes time and energy but when you when you have to products it, it takes more creatively driven content mm-hmm. um, and and that that's just a whole different game right yeah exactly so you're like at at this point like what's what's the next sort of um, you know the next sort of five, five, ten 10 years look like for you? So
0: I want to start actually a couple more things. Um, I can't talk about all of them necessarily, mm-hmm. but I want to, so I have my marketing thing right now and I'm gonna like branch out into those three different like um, ways to deliver my service like I talked about. And then I'll start, I wanna branch off into other things that go like kind of hand in hand with that. Like I don't typically focus on media and content. Like mm-hmm. usually the clients provide that to me yeah. um, and Cause I just, I have no way, unless I flew to like their office and like recorded content with them, I just can't do that. I mainly focus on just digital advertising. And if they need website design or SEO, I can do that if they ask for it. if they happen to need it, like I'll do it, but I mainly focus on the ads cause that gets like the most results. Mm-hmm. But like, I think I do want to move into more content in media just because it's so important now mm-hmm. that I'll probably have a separate thing for that where yeah. it's just like a media production company Yeah. Um, that obviously takes a lot more uh, cash. <laughs> so I'm going to have to do that or like, you know, work on the first one mm-hmm. first to be able to pump cash into this media production yeah. company. Um, and then after that, like, I mean, super, super long term, like I want to get into like real estate and you know, just, bunch of different opportunities, start doing like joint ventures with people, build up the personal brand, have products through there that I can sell. Um, possibly, you know, like, uh, like apparel, like, you know, I mean, just like random stuff. Like, I just want to try a lot of things out and see like what I like. Um, but, but
1: this th- is sort of that, that foundation Absolutely step for that.
0: And then building this up will help all the other businesses. It's kind of like creating this, like, I don't know, like in, like an, or like a, I don't even know what to call it, like a lead generating machine <laughs> for 100%. all the other stuff. Like you know what I mean? It's like I'm gonna be like because I have like the marketing background, I know how to market the businesses yep. that I want to start.
1: Yeah. So well, yeah, it all it all ends up coming to uh, sales, which is mm-hmm. first drive at the marketing side of things, and mm-hmm. so really once you have, you can. You can sell pretty much. Once you can sell something. Once you know how to sell
0: something. Funny enough, actually, okay, so you did remind me. I wanna add that to the business. So that Mm -hmm. is something I'm gonna add over the next, like probably like year or so, is I've noticed that a lot of business owners are either uncomfortable with selling or they don't know how. Mm -hmm. And usually it's like they do know how to sell like their stuff because they've been doing it for so long. But then when it comes to actually like closing a deal with Mm -hmm. like one of their customers, they get just uncomfortable with like trying to upsell them. And I'm like, no, 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 you have to understand like I frame it in a different way I'm like if you're doing business with integrity which everybody should um, you're providing a solution to their problem like so like are you gonna like not give them the solution like you have to upsell them if it's good for them yeah. you know what I mean yeah. um, so I think I'm gonna create programs and and sales training like uh, like three-day sales trainings or something like that just because the marketing can only help you so much like if I send you a hundred leads and you can't convert any of them, there's no point, you know yeah. what I mean? So it's like I need to be able to train your team to properly like close the deal, yeah. um, especially in a 2019 fashion, not in like a pushy, weird, used yeah. car salesman type of way that a lot of people think sales is. To me, sales is asking questions and discovering what the problem is and then just recommending a solution and then handling objections after that yeah. because everybody's gonna have, have objections when it comes to pulling out their wallet. They're always gonna be like, you know, totally. no, know they have resistance, right? But if you logically and emotionally, like, help them figure out, like, how to make the decision, like, if it's right for them, and sometimes it's not, um, but if you can help them and guide them through that process, then, like, the person is so happy because they're yeah. like, okay, you got me to make the decision of something that's actually going to help me. Thank you. Like, I have people say, like, say that all the time. Like, thank you for re-explaining it and kind of making sure that I understand yeah. and, like, I actually, like, helping me go through with it yeah. rather than just kind of, like... Because online and digital is so scary for people that they're just like, like you were saying, like no personal brand, like I'm not about that. Um, but then when it comes to guiding them through it, then they're like, thank you for helping me pull the trigger.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. How and and how does it? How does that help? Because a lot of times I think it's you know, as an agency, sometimes it's like, we're the experts, we want to come in here mm-hmm. fix your problems, yeah. but we don't want you to actually, end it. like, there's there's almost a lack of wanting to understand, or even, like, the fact that you give out free content, like, mm-hmm. you're, you're giving so much away, so talk, like, a little bit about that as, and, and again, I, um, I think it's in in relation to this, you used almost sort of guilting them into it, mm-hmm. I think that's a really important thing. Um, distinction when when you're giving so much that they actually are like well we, we kind of got to use you if we can mm-hmm. because you're the right person you, you've given so much so talk a little bit about that that strategy as a whole because I, I just think the idea of, of free and get, giving things away without expecting anything in return is huge right mm-hmm.
0: yeah so I've had a lot of people comment on that where they're just like like how are you gonna make any money if you <clears throat> like give all your stuff yeah. away and I'm like No, 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 that's that's how you make the money. (laughs) Like if you're trying to hold on to everything, like I just try to think about how would I like to be treated? Like if I don't know something and like I'm trying to hire someone to do it, I want them to fully explain every detail because I'm so detail-oriented and like analytical that I'm like, if you don't explain it to me, like, I won't trust you. Mm-hmm. Like, I need all the information. I also need to know that you know what you're talking about and can explain it simply and like help me through that. Yeah. So it's like, I just think like, okay, that's how I want to be treated. So I explain to them every detail. And sometimes I even go so far to try and explain every little detail in like a simple way, um, that people are just like, okay, you can stop. That's mm-hmm. fine. We're done. Let's go ahead and, and do this. Yep. Um, I, I don't need any more information. You sound like, you know what you're doing yeah but um giving the stuff away for free and helping them understand is the way to sell and like like i was telling you earlier like either you're educating or you're entertaining people it's it's usually one of those um or both but when you do that people just feel more comfortable like they're they're sold through the content and then after they after they watch it they're just like okay but then when the reason like people ask me like well why don't they just do it themselves then? Uh, time money like there's a billion reasons why they won't do it themselves they don't they don't have the skill like it's going to take them a couple years to figure it all out and like day after day and they don't have the time so So
1: it's kind of like it's great you can post for free on facebook that doesn't mean (laughs) like it doesn't doesn't mean anything like and i think that's that's some i think we're still in that world too where there's certain people like especially when you get to the older clients that are like Mm -hmm. well it's why did I pay you to do all this? It's free. It's like, well, yeah, but the, the mountains of time that it's spent to actually make, mm-hmm. make this campaign and the strategy and all of that work together, right? Mm-hmm. So coming to a close, um, what, what would you say, kind of being where you are right now, um, could you say to yourself, the, like literally right before you started the business, um, sort of one piece of advice you would have given yourself?
0: okay so this is where i want to dive into personal development a little bit because i think this might even be like the most important thing for me to say like on this podcast um identity i i talk about this on my personal brand Mm -hmm. i think identity is one of the biggest things like just for life in general of figuring out like who you are what you want to do what you're about what your values Mm -hmm. are and your identity is the core of everything so when it comes to starting a business, a lot of people have fears about like, oh, like if people are gonna judge me, like do I have the skills? Um, What about like, you know, success barriers, all these different things. And it's like, all those relate to your identity. So if you get the core foundation Mm -hmm. taken care of, like the outside will like manifest. And the best way I've heard people describe this is, if you ask someone that's extremely like skilled and passionate at something like a runner or like a Mm -hmm. basketball player or something like that, and they like you like you try and figure out like how do you have the work ethic the motivation discipline like passion everything like that to do What you do and like when you really like dive into how they think like they don't know any different mm-hmm. So that's their identity. Mm-hmm. So someone who is lazy that like just Can't just doesn't have a work ethic. That's part of their identity and they're like, why do I I'm like not have success? I'm like it's because your core identity is you don't have a work ethic. Yeah. You don't think of yourself yeah. like that.
1: And you don't Id- identify yourself as a lazy person, right? Like I mean, and that, I and I say that because that's actually something that I had to I had to come to the terms with. Mm-hmm. You know, when it, when I before I, I started this, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm actually like, I, I I feel smart and I have a lot of book knowledge, but I'm mm-hmm. I'm actually really lazy and I don't apply myself. And and that's you can't until you do that, right? You can't even you can't go anywhere. Exactly. So so you were saying I kind of cut you off, but um, yeah, identity.
0: Yeah, so the the way that it like the best uh, way to do that is ask other people basically what they think about you Get like feedback from that of like how you are and I almost create like It's almost like a movie character sheet of like who do you who are you now? And like who do you want to be and then now you have these two pieces of paper of like your vision and then um, like what you are now and then you basically just ruthlessly ruthlessly cut out anything that doesn't fit your vision of mm-hmm. what you want to be so if you're like it, it's the same thing with the gym if you're trying to get like six-pack abs you've got to cut out sugar and like all these other things like that's how you achieve the vision and it's more about removing things and it is about adding things everybody thinks that they have to just add all these like complex ideas and strategies and workout plans and diets it's just like no, no no, no. simplify it start removing things and then you'll have more mental Like brain power uh, to be able to work on that vision and not be so like fatigued by it like trying to get there And it's not gonna seem so scary because you're just simplifying everything So I think like basically mindset and identity is the core like Mm -hmm. aspect of like just starting a business or just honestly having a happy life in General Um, a lot of people don't know especially in this era with like social media and like so much um, You know, I mean (laughs) branding and advertising kind of telling you who you are, like telling you I- your identity. It's like, no no no, you have to figure out your identity and then tell the world. Yeah. So
1: Yeah. Well I, I think um uh the podcast David Meltzer when I was listening to it um he, he talked one one of the things he talked about very related was that idea of I think you say like, you know, uh two two minutes per day is more powerful than two hours once a week. And I, I, think that's so true because we don't. A lot of times we don't attach that. It's like we, we, we go hard for two hours, and it's like, oh, that was difficult, and then yielding the results, mm-hmm. rather than even being so like tunnel vision, just doing you know this amount of time mm-hmm. every single day, and then it completely completely oh. changes the game, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just having that like discipline to be able to do that though, because again, you know, like with social media and everything, all this stuff is great, but it does alter people in the way of like they can't focus, yep. and they you know. They're just so like, their brain is so scrambled that they're all over the place. So it's like if you can get the mental discipline to like figure out your identity and also be truthful with yourself, Mm -hmm. because a lot of people wonder like why they have these success barriers or they self-sabotage or they just can't figure out why they're having the problem. it's like in the back of your head, you probably do know that you're just not doing the right things.
1: Self-awareness is key, right?
0: Yeah, it's like if you did the right things, then you would get the result. Like it's, it's that simple. Like people ask me all the time in my DMs, um, they're just like, oh, like, I've been, I've been, <laughs> I get questions that are just so ridiculous. Like, I've been working on my business for three weeks now, and I'm not a millionaire. Like, what? Yeah. I'm like, what did you expect? Like, you're like, you're, I mean, you're not going to be a millionaire in like three weeks, just regardless, but also you're not doing the right steps to And fuck to you, even, dude.
1: Like, I'm like doing this every single day. I know. Like, I feel you know, like, like it like <laughs> angers me. Like, <laughs> I'm like, you have no
0: idea what this is like.
1: Yeah. So, so you know, I was like, I've been doing this for five years, you know, like, you, you need to, you need to put in some more time and you mm-hmm. need to understand that, like that some patience because a couple weeks aren't going to do anything right
0: and usually like unfortunately it comes back to me either telling them that like i'm just like you need to get your life and identity together yeah. or i just like can't even respond because i'm just like i will go off on this person yeah. right now. <laughs> like yeah. i can't i can't
1: so. yeah well again it's it's just the the lack of um awareness that that they haven't they haven't been truthful with themselves just in the same way where it's like it's like i need to admit like I'm, I'm actually lazy, I can't, I'm not able to apply myself, so how can I begin to rewire that, because it takes some rewiring, it really does, especially the, if you've been doing it for so long.
0: Yeah, and the truth hurts, like, most people will not be able to accept, like, the ego that they have right now, and, like, what their identity yeah. is, like, truly, like, I'm so, like you know how a lot of people say that like, when they talk about themselves, like I'm my, like a lot of successful people at least, like I'm my biggest critic. And it's mm-hmm. like, they're constantly tweaking like little parts about their personality or their lifestyle to like improve upon it. And it's like, you have to be like that. Like you can't yeah. just be like, like meandering around and just wondering why you don't have success. It's like, mm-hmm. you have to be intentional, like with what's going on. And then once you start being intentional, then you'll start getting the results. Like yeah. it's, it's.
1: Well, it's, yeah, it's that weird, know. like Jocko Willick talks about um, discipline Equals freedom, some something mm-hmm. like that. And yeah. for the longest time, I was like, for me particularly, like I didn't want to, I didn't want to be disciplined because I thought I didn't want to be a, a slave to discipline. I didn't mm-hmm. want to be like you know rigid. I wanted to be flexible and malleable. Yeah. But I realized it just actually it does a complete opposite. And actually, you do oh. gain everything if you can be hyper disciplined. Exactly,
0: crazy. you create a system or a process for you to not fail. So this is actually a good tip uh, too for a lot of people is. When I was talking earlier about removing something rather than adding something, it's like if you want to get up at yeah. six AM every morning, don't put your phone right next to your bed where you can just like like pick yeah. it up and turn it off. Put it across the room. So it's literally impossible for you to not wake yeah. up. Make it impossible for you to fail. Like that's mm-hmm. like or at least as close to that as humanly possible. Um, so it's like, you know, I, I did this uh, a while ago where it's like, I noticed myself kind of just like watching one YouTube video to learn something, but then all of a sudden those recommended videos pop up and you go on like a three hour YouTube binge. So then I realized, I was like, what if I can get a thing that just like blocks that? So it's not even possible for me to do that. So now I have this uh, Google Chrome extension that will not show me recommended videos, doesn't show me comments, doesn't show me anything except for like my subscriptions. And I also unsubscribe from like everybody except for like key things. I got so much more done like yeah. within like a day or like a like a week. I started just being like way more productive. So it's like create a system. Um, it, it is the same thing as like you're not, it's going to be really difficult for you to lose weight if you have constantly have like donuts around the house, like your willpower is, is limited. Yeah. So it's like give yourself as much, um like don't give yourself decision fatigue. That's why you hear like, you know, all these totally. Instagram things of like Mark Zuckerberg wears the same thing every day. It's like, yeah, like don't maybe don't go that far. But like yeah. you know, try and set up a system so it's like you don't have to make decisions on little things that well, don't matter.
1: I, I think that's the big uh, misunderstanding with people that are really like executing on such a high level, the, mm-hmm. the people that aren't assume that they somehow just have way more discipline than them, and in fact, they just realize that they don't have much discipline, and so they 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 limit themselves and and just literally push those things out of their life. Where mm-hmm. where most of us, like most people, just can't can't do that because like they, they got to have you know the little. Things to reward them at the end of their day, or mm-hmm. be, you know, whatever, whatever it is, mm-hmm. um, we don't. We tend not to want to um, just limit those, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and like this is like probably going to be amazing for a lot of people, uh, like just knowing this. Lazy people can be so, like potentially some of the most successful people on the planet. They're going to find the easiest most efficient way to do everything. Totally. So it's just like that, like I'm pretty sure Bill Gates described himself like that where he's just yeah. like I'm just extremely lazy and I just want to find like the quickest and best way to do it. Totally. You know what I mean? And then like at, because you're so efficient with it. You're gonna be able to get like a lot more done Yeah, like I think of myself I don't really think of myself as lazy, but it's like I think of myself as like efficient like that where it's mm. like when I That's why I like when I strategize I'm like, okay How can I get from A to B like the quickest and like the best way without like taking shortcuts and stuff? Yeah. Um, and then usually I get there a lot quicker than I thought like I'm like, okay yeah. this is gonna take two weeks, but then I'm like, oh it took four Always. days. Like yeah. how did this happen? I don't know
1: so um where where can people find you where what what's what do you want a few, you, you know audience right now a little little uh, Really directly sort of salesy pitch for you shameless be, plug. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah uh, So eric com is my website my youtube channel. Uh, you can just search my name eric rubello um, And then on Instagram in particular, uh, it was taken side to put Eric J the letter J rubello okay. um, and basically those are like my platforms I am on everything technically but I focus on YouTube and Instagram Mm -hmm. and like you mentioned earlier Like YouTube is the origin content because it's like long form and then you can cut it up into little pieces for everything else So YouTube is probably the number one place to go Um, and I haven't been consistent with it lately because I've been like working so much but like um, I'm i am I used, I was doing like weekly videos for a mm-hmm. while on just various things about marketing, entrepreneurship. I also want to help starting entrepreneurs uh, start service businesses. Like I was talking about earlier, like product businesses are a little too complex and, you, and then you have to take sales tax and yep. there's just all this like mess. Service businesses are so, like so straightforward that like anybody can start one yep. and pretty much everybody's good at something. Yep. Um, so it's like, I want to help people with that too, because not everyone is like that watches my videos cares about marketing. They're just like, Hey, I want to be a graphic yep. designer. How do
1: do I start? How do I do something?
0: Exactly. And then um, the funny thing is, is I even thought about that where it's like if I help people start some type of service business, they can reach out to me in like two years and be like, hey, I want you to do my marketing. You know what I mean? It's kind of just it's all like lead generation. But. Um, I really hope like the content that I have on YouTube helps a lot of people, um, just with like everything, uh, especially the mindset stuff. Like, because the tactics like you can kind of learn from everybody. Like, you know, what I mean, they're pretty straightforward. Yep. Like, every once in a while, you get like a little golden nugget of like, oh, yep. I didn't know how to do that. But the mindset stuff, sometimes the way that certain people explain it, like people that resonate with my personality, there's probably a lot of people that don't resonate with my personality at all, and that's completely fine. Yep. But the people that do, I explain it in such a way that they finally have that like epiphany, and yep. like their life changes forever. Like, that's what I think about where I'm like, that could literally happen where someone could just watch one YouTube video and then because of one thing that I said, they finally totally. got it and sw- did like a 180 with their life. Totally. So
1: Sweet. Well, thanks for coming on the show, man. Um, yeah, it's awesome.
0: Dude, I appreciate you having me on. It was like super fun. You got the like amazing setup here. It looks super legit. Thank you. Uh, But yeah, again, thanks for having me on.
1: Cool. Thanks, man.